The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media. Oh, he's got a sponsor's t-shirt on today. Ah, no way, no way. This is just my RV there yet shirt. Oh, that's my, uh, that's my initials, RV, as in recreational vehicle. That's what I say uh, when I... Yeah, that's... that's RV, it's studioc.com. That's an old e email no. address, though. Speaking of logos, you're still sporting one I see there, Ron. Oh head. yeah, I this yeah. you know I I I'm gonna wear the gear till I die. So that's uh, you got a lot of it. You got a lot of it. You got a lot of it, right? You know, I was thinking, how much radio gear do you have, Eric? How much? How many shirts and hats and jackets and? I don't have and... any. I I I was never. I, the, I was over never... the years. Yeah. Um. Anything with station related, I either pitched it oh, or man. or um. As time passed, are we rolling? Can we we, we can well, start we, with this? Yeah, we can yeah, start with that. Now we're rolling. We've officially begun this podcast. Uh, that's a great question to start it. Is uh, you know, and and as time passed, radio stations stopped making station gear. Okay, they they uh, they didn't have any budget to do that, so that was nearly impossible to get. And uh, and and if it was just a regular measly T-shirt, you didn't really you didn't really wear what you were giving away. And if you wore your own stuff, it always looked weird. I, I, I used to actually wear my own gear. And then uh, somebody said, that's weird to wear your own gear. I mean, Robert Plant wouldn't be on stage with a Led Zeppelin T-shirt. And I'm like, you know, you're right. You're right. He wouldn't. He'd wear a shirt that says like the doors or something, you know? Okay. So you wear another station's T-shirt to your events. That's what I, I guess. Would. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun when we ever are able to go to events yeah. again, you know? At my uh, at my desk here, I just was realizing I have uh, a a couple of paperweights. This is from uh, the movie Invictus. I know it looks backwards, but it's a nice no. little heavy paperweight. And here's another one. Oh, the Batman! Batman. I got a Batman paperweight. I, I I feel bad. I didn't know today was show and tell day. I should have brought something. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and. Uh, in addition, um, I, I try not to, as time has passed, I've gotten more into the habit of throwing things away. You know, yeah. I try not to keep stuff anymore because I'm like, you know, what am I doing? It, it, is there like a, a, if someone gives you a gift that you know you will never, ever use, <laughs> is there a time frame that you look at it before you finally pitch it? I mean, is, what, what, what is protocol here? You don't re-gift? That's a good idea. You could re-gift. White elephant, if it's truly horrendous, it's a white four, elephant gift. Four Otherwise, years is the is the time. Okay, you know this. How do you know this? My that's my that's my time. I only because I moved to this house four years ago, and and since I'm contemplating another move here for the for the winter, I've been throwing stuff out again. As in the stuff I haven't touched since I moved here uh, four years ago, but. I, I'm going to keep my Pirates of the Caribbean playing cards. However, oh, all those things, everything you've just shown us is garbage. Garbage. Get rid of all Has of that. no use, no you know, whatsoever. Let's the uh, cards. You can play cards with people, but some other stuff. You know, it's going to be a cleanse this weekend at the Eric Zane Show podcast household because uh, the Queen of the Forest, my wife, 
uh, got a dumpster. So the dumpster's in front of the place, and then it's like we're throwing everything away. What oh, I love that day when you just oh, get this out of here. Wait, are you so she's the hoarder and you're the thrower outer? Not exactly. Um, okay. Well, we're all guilty, but <laughs> this is the weekend where it's like it's purging. It's it's like, oh God, it's uh, it's just fantastic. I mean, there have been some. There, there, there's so much stuff piled up. It's just every so often we just got to get rid of things. And, and, well, wait a minute, and it's all garbage. I mean, you can't donate some of this to be. Yes. Okay. Good. Some of it is, but however, um, uh, the, like the furniture that's downstairs is ruined because of this Dogs. army of animals. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just. It's like, oh God, I wouldn't. Uh, it, if I were driving around and I went under a bridge and there was a homeless encampment and I showed up and said. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've got, I've got the, they're, they're going to throw fruit at me. They're going to get your crap out of here. You garbage. We already have fleas. Thank you very much. Oh. Well, all you're really doing, Eric, is just making room for the next round of stuff that you're going to collect. So, yes. you, but, but see, if you keep the stuff you have now, then there's no room for new stuff. So you, you, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm with you there, man. And I, and it's interesting because my, in the basement of this house, uh, it's it's finished, but it's not like at one point there was carpeting down there, but the, the cats destroyed that. So we pulled it all up. You know, it's a disaster. And and so uh, the 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 plan is to put uh, like vinyl planks down and and then continue on, you know, however, the cats still uh, they don't pee everywhere, but. <laughs> Uh, the other, like, like a dog will come down from time to time and take a pee or, or go number two or a cat oh. will puke up hairballs. Okay. And I'm like, right, you know, let's it. just leave it all here. I don't even want to, I mean, I cleaned it up, but at the same time, oh, thank God we don't have carpeting anymore in this house. Other, you know, that's basically, uh, it's just cement there. It's cement downstairs. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, and it's like, this is seriously this house i have we have diminished the value of this house i think you could buy this house for like 80 bucks right now yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to pay them 80 dollars. <laughs> so bad it's like do not, yeah don't buy this house you don't want this house uh, oh my right. gosh well enjoy purge day it, it sounds like fun yeah, it is. I'm going to, you know, you like throw it in the garbage and you don't have to worry about like breaking it down. You just, you just rent the dumpster and you just throw everything in there, man. It's just, you just drive a car right into it. Just take, take everything. <laughs> take it all. <laughs> Couches and everything. All right. Uh, all right. Ron, uh, yeah. I, I, I wanted to get into something. I, uh, though you're not there, this was, I was so happy with this story about the annual turkey drop at both Celebration North and South. Did you hear what happened? I did not, Eric. Please Dude. enlighten me. I okay. didn't see any Facebook posts. What, they got a lot of turkeys? What? This is, that, is incredible. Is God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly line or no? No, no. This okay. is all, this is all just one. This is all numbers. Because last year, I remember, because I was working for Wood Radio at the time, and um, they, so they were involved with it along with wood TV and Mel Trotter and celebration, all these big entities get together for this deal and give uh, turkeys the less fortunate. So I think the goal last year was um, 1600 turkeys between all of them. And uh, the amount that was collected was over 2000. So that was really, really great. This year, Mel Trotter, they anticipated more need because of 
all this stuff going on. Uh, and so what they they had the goal of 2,500 and they're not this year their Mel Trotter is not doing their annual DeVos place Turkey dinner for the families because for obvious reasons, but they are unloading these boxes full of food with everything you'd need. So that's taken care of, but they need a lot of turkeys. So even with a goal of $2,500 or 2,500 turkeys in the middle of a pandemic, they had over 5,200 birds. Given. They doubled it. What the heck? What oh, the heck? That is fantastic. Yeah, so where, uh, are also, go, where are they going? To I mean, to well, needy families? Or what just... they do, what what uh, Bell Trotter wow. does is uh, wow. they, of course, an army of volunteers is that's all put onto trucks immediately, and then that is dispersed to all these food banks, which uh, then that gets all uh, very very quickly turned around, and uh, yeah, they're out the, in a matter of days. They're all gone. Yeah. So that wow. well, and they also take money. I just wonder if they yep. also got a bunch of cash. That's uh, very true, Ron. Uh, they of course take those donations year round, but there is uh, it's real simple. Just search it out, Mel Trotter Ministries, if that's your thing. Uh, this is the t- tis the season, you know. Yes. But uh, wow, I was just I was you know what uh, that was my time at that radio company because I've been at all of them, but my time there was very very short. But that event. I really, God, you know, it, you ever be like involved in a radiothon, uh, either of you guys where you, you know, like yeah. for, there's like a, com, there's like a, uh, a, a goal, whether it might be something like that. And it's just like a, maybe almost so a radio telethon or a radiothon when you're raising money for whatever organization, or in this case, turkeys, I always really enjoyed those. Those, those always made me like, God, you know, it, it, it made you feel like you were a part of something bigger than just sitting around cracking jokes or talking about a song or something like that <laughs> right. you know no i agree well, totally yeah yeah and, and Lokes theaters is a history of that i my, my favorite one is the the series of fundraisers we did with the harry potter movies and i don't know if either of you guys know uh, dr jim fonner he's the head of ortho uh, uh, excuse me of pediatric oncology at devos children's hospital and he's just an amazing person uh, and he's involved in all kinds of fundraisers, and he was on the board of Hospice of Michigan as well. So he was a huge Harry Potter fan. So when the first Harry Potter movie came out, uh, when Celebration North first opened, we had the very first uh, what we call the Wizards Ball in that location before you know the, uh, an opening night. It was one of those nights when I almost died from too much stress and strain oh no <laughs> but over the over the series of all the movies was it seven of them nine of them i can't even remember we did a wizard's ball every time and raised over a million dollars for oh. helen devos children's oh hospital gosh. and hospice of michigan yeah i know that's nuts it was so amazing it took a whole year to plan them out or oh that's know, the, great the committees uh, I, I don't know that I've done too many marathons, though, where you had a, is that Eric, what you were talking about? Did you like stay up for 24 hours on a billboard and try to, you know, raise money or? You no, know, I didn't. But I've, I've, uh, I've, um, I've worked with other people that have, but uh, there was, there's been a couple other things that weren't uh, quite as grand in scope, but did have uh, goal oriented, uh, um, uh, like um, things happening to make it all 
progress. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's always good when you see that those things are happening. Good thing. You never took the party over to Zealand. That would have burned you guys at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> we had a few protesters for sure. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. oh. When the first Harry Potter movie came out, Oh my gosh, there were people that were, well, you know, and the, the books too, they, you know, it's witchcraft and Oh my gosh, this is, you know, you, 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 right, you shake your head. Oh, we've had a few of them. The last temptation of Christ. Oh, we we're going to all burn for playing that movie. And it's like, you know, there's been a number of those. I mean, anytime there was controversy, the, yep. the 50 shades of gray, when that came out, Oh my gosh, you oh, can't play. Yeah. It's pornography. Ah, it's like, yeah, so do you know the definition of pornography? Because yeah. This ain't it, okay? Yeah, I know it. Seriously, Ron goes here. Let me but let me show you some porno. What the Supreme this. Court describes as pornography. Ron's, Ron's like, I got this one bookmarked. You're gonna love it. I'll send you the link. There is no penetration. Okay, oh, we're no. not talking about. Oh, oh, okay, all right, Clinton. <laughs> uh well you know we haven't uh we has it been two weeks yeah, it's been three over weeks? that i think it's two great no i'm pretty no. sure it's been three it wasn't it, oh my gosh yeah. i yeah. think it has been three weeks and so that's, we need an update man well yeah we do need an update because as of this recording gentlemen we are 10 days away from travel 13 days away from surgery and uh wow. i was sharing with my audience Today, that the last five days, I've been uh, a little bit of an anxiety uh, thing because I, I visited with my my physician. He, this is the last thing I have to do. See my physician. He, I taught, I've known this guy for twenty years. He goes, "All right, Eric, this is great. You're an awesome. This is going to be so smooth for you. I have many patients who have one kidney." Uh, and you, and so you're going to, I know you're going to crush it. So it's, he gives me a clean bill of health. He passes that along to these people in Los Angeles. He does an EKG, like a, just to, to, you know, he takes one look at it. He goes, like, yep. Oh my God. Well, he looks at it. He goes, um, this looks funny, but I know, I know you, I know why your heart looks like this. And it's because of all of the running you do and the training. And, uh, he goes, make sure they know that I go, I will. Well, they get all this data and the uh, cardiologist in Los Angeles, he goes, oh, my gosh, this looks like there's something like an enlarged heart or thickened walls or something bad. We and uh, they're really, really picky there. They don't yeah. want you dying on the table. This guy has no idea. That's, that's about, being really picky. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, uh, so he, he orders an echocardiogram. And all the while, I'm like, oh, no, is this going to ruin everything? Is this going to? So I call them up and I go, look, you got to understand, I, I, I am constantly running and doing physical things. So, you know, um, I mean, my heart beats at like 52 beats a minute. It's, it's, and they go, oh, but don't worry. This is just a, this is just a, uh, a little hurdle. No big deal. But I'm, I'm scared that at some point they're going to look at it say no it's not happening and then i have to call up my guy no. who i've told you about him yeah he is a a uh he's very very nervous about this and then break this bad news to him so in my brain i'm convinced that this is going to happen oh and thank god i get an email yesterday it's just you're all fine everything is fine there is no there's no worry in the world uh we're still agreeing and that is it no more no more no more anything this is no more last, anything okay no more worries just get here so now 
don't get COVID. <laughs> Good idea. So this is this is now imagine this, this. This is how the book is going to lay out, guys. We in the book, you know, as as we get to the end of the story, uh, and I, I've been I've been talking with somebody about writing this as a book, um, and you know, it's it's stranger than fiction because of here we have this unbelievable spike in cases, and I can't get sick. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm flying through the air to a, uh, a coronavirus hotbed, Los Angeles. Ugh. And uh, I have a test on Monday the 30th um, in Santa Monica. And then they're going to determine whether or not I have it. Now, I probably won't. I know I don't have it now. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. I, I could be, you don't know, you could be asymptomatic. Right, right. So, um, yeah, this, the way this has all played out for the past uh, six months and, uh, and a couple of days is, uh, it's gone by very, very fast. And, um, I just now want to get, get on with it. Yeah, I yeah. just want to, I just want to do it. You're so close. Yeah. The last thing I have to, that I'm worried about is calling my father. Now he doesn't know, I mean, he's aware of this, but he doesn't know that I'm actually, I actually have a date and I be, I deliberately did not tell him because no, who are you talking he, about? Cause you just skipped my right father. Your pa- okay. Go oh, ahead. Sorry. I was talking about my, uh, my father. I, mean, I deliberately not told him because he worries so much at 86 oh. years old and he has dementia and it manifests in this extreme anxiety. So I have to be very, very careful at some point I am going to have to tell him, but I think it's going to be like, Hey dad, uh, I'm about, I'm about to go under, uh, uh smell you later. I'll <laughs> yeah. talk to you in four hours. Click, you know, Tell him when it's done and everything's successful. Say, hey, by the way, you know, if, he, if we all, you next time you see him and he asks, hey, what's new? Oh, by the way, I would wait until it was all done. <laughs> well, if it's I've really going to cause him that much stress, just it, wait. Well, it will. And, I, and I've heard both sides of this. I've heard, I've heard that. And I've also heard, but uh, he might get mad at me or if God, God forbid something goes wrong, then he's also going to be, I, I don't know, Ron, what do you think? No. Uh, I would tell him, uh, I, I guess, uh, your stepmom, what is, what is her advice? Cause she's going to have to live with the worry wart there. Uh, uh does this, she know? Is there... it's a good call. That's does a good question. Know? Uh, she doesn't know the date. And so I think that's a good starting point. How do you want me to proceed? I don't want to, I don't want to live with them. Right? Yeah. You got to live with them. So that's, a, that's a great thought, Ron, that, that kind of takes the, uh, burden off of me. You know, it's kind of like, uh, no, it's not passing oh. the buck. What are you talking about? Just asking her opinion. Say, that's yeah. right. And, and, no, uh, you're making maybe her make the she'll, decision. Well, maybe she'll say, listen, I'll tell them. I'll have a bottle of Xanax and a bourbon, <laughs> and bourbon, and we'll just keep them, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep them, yeah. we'll keep them sedated <laughs> until after the procedure. I don't know what it'll take, but, uh, I, you know, I, again, I, I think you're right. If, if, uh, he'd probably find be, I don't want worry that he'd be mad at you, but it certainly uh, in worst case scenario, if he didn't know, and then something really weird happened. Well, yeah. Oh, so, all right. That's about it. That's about where we, well, where we are listen, right now. How do you travel then? If you're, I mean, I know that a lot of people say airports and airplanes are cleaner than the Meyer store or whatever, but I mean, truly when you travel and you're, you're, you're at that point where you just cannot by any stretch uh, get the bug. I mean, I don't know what the best, I mean, do you have a hazmat suit or can you, you know, what do you wear? Um, how do you, <laughs> I, uh, well, I've got an, I've got an N95 with a paper mask over the N95. I've got goggles 
And um, Take, stay, you know wide, wide berth. Stay out of people's way. Gloves or just keep a hand sanitizer. Nope. Every just keep hand sanitizer. Uh, yeah, wipe. Uh, you know, I'm going to um, when you get on an airplane, because I have flown in this uh, in August, I flew. You walk in, they give you um, a, 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 a they do that and they, they hand sanitize uh, you and then they give you um, a, a, a alcohol towelette and then you walk to your seat and you wipe it down and then you sit and you don't move and then uh you know honestly um i i tend to when i'm in an airport or when i'm near uh any people if i, I i'm looking for people to cough if i see someone cough i wide berth it i just i don't walk through any type of area that could have uh any droplets and since everybody has a mask on in the first place um it's not going to get through because so, the virus is, has the, the, the saliva around it. It hits the inside of the mask. Yep, so why aren't, why aren't you driving? Well, um, you know, that's a week. So I guess basically, oh, yeah, it's a way it's a, it's, well, three or four you'd days. Stay, you'd have to stay three or four nights, you know, no. comfortably hey. at the hotels on the road. No, you know? yeah. no, no, no. Look down. Look down at your shirt, Eric. Yeah, um, I would. Uh, yeah, I can't. Head no head way. Sponsors, man. Turn, yeah. No way. Because okay. the thing is, if I if I'm in an RV, you know, I can't drive any more than ten hours. You don't drive. Yeah. Have somebody drive for you. Nah, you nah. <laughs> He's one well, of those guys. Then, right? Okay, then here's the other. Uh, here's my other thought. If you're gonna fly, do a red eye because those traditionally have a lot less people on them. So rather yeah. than flying during the day when the flight well, is packed, he's already got the flight booked. Yeah, I mean, it's already booked. And I'm in, I'm in, they actually, the, the guy who I'm giving the kidney, he got me, he's actually, he's got some cash. He spent some dough on first class seats. Oh, so, oh, there you go. And there's like no one near us. So it's us and uh, it's me and Diana and then nobody else. We got the whole damn place to ourselves. Okay. You'd have to change planes somewhere though, don't you? Yeah, Detroit. Mm. No. Uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Oh, okay. I don't know. Our, you get on wherever you go. There, there's there's a spike. Damn it! Every yeah, state there's you know, a spike. So uh, I I did uh, I saw an article this week uh, that the Moderna vaccine. The headline read: Moderna vaccine is beginning of the end of the pandemic. Moderna yes, vaccine is beginning of the end. So people well, are they, starting. And the Pfizer one is right behind it, even more effective, right? Pfizer is one. uh, Pfizer is, uh, is, uh, they, they, they redid their numbers. They said it's about 95. So is the Moderna. Moderna has easier accessibility because it doesn't have to be deep for uh, deep temperature. No, wait, that the Pfizer one or the Moderna, which one? The, the Moderna one needs to be colder. Right. Okay. But that's not a huge deal. There, by the end of this year, there'll be 50 million doses administered. Um, that all to, have to be kept at 70 degrees below freezing. I mean, what could go wrong with that? Yeah, I'm right. a little you skeptical know. of the supply chain, well, keeping the thing cold. And it'd be like, you know, spoiled milk by the time it gets to you, if they don't keep it cold enough. Uh, the, the, that is true. And the, uh, but the Moderna vaccine, not nearly as much of a problem because the Pfizer that, that one, is an, Pfizer, well, Moderna is, it does not have to be super cold. Pfizer does. I heard just the opposite. Okay. Nope. We're going to have nope. to fact check. Doesn't matter either way. But uh, uh, <laughs> so as they, as they administer this, you know, to those frontline workers, to the elderly, I mean, as soon as you start, and the thing about it is the Pfizer vaccine, I've, I've, 
gone round and round with people about this. Uh, when people tell you, well, I don't want to be a guinea pig, you're, you're not. There was 41,000 people tested. 41,000 people tested around the world, okay? They were given the vaccine, some given placebo. The physicians and the patient did not know that they were given placebo. In the Pfizer case, there was, I think, 140 people of the 41,000 that got sick. 135 were given placebo, okay? So that shows you the effectiveness of the, that's how they get that number about that efficiency right. of the, of it. And, you know, uh, uh, Fauci said, I would have been happy with 60%. I know that blew my mind. Wait a minute, <laughs> 60 or yeah. 50 to 60% would have been considered good. And we're well, at 90 yeah. to 95. The, uh, flu, the, uh, the uh, flu shot that you and I get every year, that is 50% yeah. efficacy. Yeah, it's, it's because they're multi strains of flu, but I know what you're saying. And I, I, that's really impressive. The 90 to 90 to 95 percent does make me think twice that uh, maybe uh, since I'm 65 and one month old, I might be <laughs> I might be able to get a, a vaccine soon. The uh, it was described that the Moderna vaccine is 1000 times uh, less covid -y, I guess, uh, Corona-y than the actual getting the virus, okay? So they put that into you. Uh, it provides through messenger RNA a protein blueprint for, um, for, for what could be infected into your body if you ever catch it. So it's building those antibodies just like any other uh, uh, vaccine would work so that you are then establishing your body a groundwork to fight it if it's ever introduced to your system. And... This vaccine, not only does it do that, but it flat out prevents severe COVID-19 related illnesses where people are just, you know, really knocked out and then die. It actually prevents that. That's so cool. I mean, that was the best news, obviously, since uh, since the election results. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to bring that up. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Well, what it did. Hey, I'm just I'm so glad it's over. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah, I know. And then, did you see where Trump? Okay, he had oh, the yeah, he had the cybersecurity guy that he hired. Go, oh yeah, it's it's a good. It was a good election. It was all Most safe. Secure ever in history. You're fired. <laughs> Next day, <Just> fired. <laughs> oh my god, it's getting good. ridiculous. I know, but we're still every day. There's more ridiculousness. Oh my god. So yeah, whatever. You know. Well, gentlemen, here's my take on this whole thing, and. Ron, you and I are probably closer to this. We've witnessed a dozen elections of both parties over our lifetime, and every losing party or party that didn't get elected, excuse me, every party that didn't get elected preached doom and gloom because the new party was going to ruin everything. America has survived. It will survive again. It's not a big deal. Um, you know, this is just politics playing out, doing what it's going to do. Yeah. Biden will be there. The country will keep moving. There'll be people screaming that he's going to kill everybody and it's all going to be, we'll be fine. Everybody will be fine. Don't I'm, I was, uh, I was going to move to Canada. I can't remember which Bush it was, but. Uh, Why would you even do that? And, and look, we survived. Everybody who's ever said anything sure. incredibly drastic about if, if X wins, I'm going to do. And it oh, wait, but 
I think Ted Nugent is going to move to Canada now because Biden won. He's that. not going to move to Canada. Who cares? Yeah, that's that's embarrassing. I, I uh, you know, to me, this whole thing's a fart in the wind. It is. And, It'll uh, be gone you know, in six months. Oh, to be moving on. Yeah, and everybody. And, will be and in one year, I'm going to be worried about my cats puking downstairs mm, on the one floor. Year. I give it okay. when you get back from LA, you're going to be worried about it. And that's yeah, it. I don't, I got, I got bigger fish to fry to worry about exactly. you, you old men uh, in, in office screaming and yelling at each other. Shut up. Exactly. So there, so but don't Lindsey feel Graham's like I, I don't, I don't really care. I really don't. Yep. I'm, I'm happy it's over. Yep. And let me ask you a quick question. Now that all the political ads are over, what the hell happened? Why are we seeing this incredible influx of drug ads on TV. Did they <laughs> deregulate something? Or am I the only guy who's noticed this? They're everywhere. I mean, uh, everywhere. Are, are we talking pharmaceutical ads? Yes. Or? There's all, yeah, all these pharmaceutical commercials are, I mean, they're just, they're, they're bombarding TV now. Because only I old people are watching television, Gene. Yeah, but they're uh, not, every, they're every not young all person. geared towards old people. A lot of these are for, you know, everyday symptoms of things people have. It's not just old people. It's just I, weird that they're all of a sudden everywhere. Well, I wish I wish that in those ads they would stop making the people that are that are in them so gorgeous and more like real people, you know, like fat guy with his shirt off who's, who's falling <laughs> out of a lawn chair, rolling off the porch with his oh god, my heart. Oh, for God's sake. It's always like some guy who's like 65 but looks like he still gets tons of action, you know. Absolutely. And, and his his wife is like a is a babe, even though she's old, you know, and it's like, oh come on. Give me a break, man. Everybody's smiling. They're all happy. Yes. Well, and here's smiling. here's a segue for you, Gene. Uh, I read this week that Spike Lee, uh, the director of, of some renown, his next project is going to be a musical surrounding the story of, of the invention of Viagra. A musical uh, about Viagra. From Spike Lee, I can't wait. This is going to be man. awesome. And people are worried about the president, and we got yeah. this. No wonder the world hates us. I, I can't, <laughs> well, you know, that guy, Spike. Spike, I can't think of a movie of his other than when he was younger that I've actually liked. Oh, oh really? God, Did he drives me up a was, wall. Oh, Spike, Black, Black I didn't see Klansman that. I didn't awesome. see that. I didn't see that. I heard that yeah. that was great. So I, I need to give that a look. The Five oh. Bloods. I still got to see that. That's streaming right now as well. I saw. I did go to the theater before they shut down, as you probably all know. The theaters were shut down along with okay. the bars and restaurants for three weeks here. But I went and saw Hillbilly Elegy with my wife, who read the book, and I thought Ron Howard's new movie, Amy Adams, Glenn Close, you know, true story. Uh, okay. I walked out. I couldn't oh. finish it. It was one of those movies where the dysfunctional family just nonstop in each other's face, yelling and crazy abuse and neglect and wild money issues. And uh, it was just, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. watch it anymore. That's, that's stressful. Oh. That's a stressful thing. It's like you're watching, you know, basically anybody who works at a radio station's household. <laughs> That was it. I felt the stress. I really did. Oh, God. Just like I'm watching Big Little Lies, finally. I know it's been two seasons, but I just finished the book. I, li I like the, 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 the author, Lane Moriarty, who writes some funny stuff in a book. But 
it's so stressful watching anybody see big little lies by the no, way no no I, I i've heard it uh, i've heard it talked about quite a yeah, bit but Nicole I kidman to... and reese witherspoon and uh uh others but anyway i i'm so stressed out after one episode i gotta go t- i can only watch one episode at a time it was oh, one of those wow. kind of feelings so. yeah yeah uh so uh, everything is on pause is there anything else movie wise that we need to know about or talk about burning on your brain well, mr ron quick quick note the big news today warner brothers has been trying to decide what to do with the new wonder woman 8 1984 movie and they have just decided that they are going to release a day and date on Christmas Day in theaters and on HBO Max, which is like uh, something that the theater uh, exhibition industry said they would never tolerate, right? Uh, so these are indeed uh, uh, unique times and uh, unique uh, uh, partners uh, together these days with uh, day and date home streaming and in theaters. Now, of course, so many theaters and so many states are closed and of course including new york and la and and europe and so on uh i I don't know if this will ever go back to being like the normal window where you can only see it in a theater for six months or four months or three months whatever it is but uh uh, the model is changing due to covid and we'll see where that takes us yeah funny feeling i've got a funny feeling that um when this does fade from memory I think it will go back to just the way it was because to me, there's just, it, it's, uh, it's the whole thing about getting up and going to it, the size of the screen, the, uh, it's the process. Yeah. To me, it's an event. It's an experience. I don't get that at home. Right. I just don't. I'm interrupted. Right. Uh, I, I can't be interrupted when I'm at the theater. And that right. is for that window of time, I am that story and me, and that's it. Home, yep. you just don't get it. Nope. So I think that over time, yes, there's a possibility that the model could change, but I, ah, boy, I, be I, back. I, I know be I would back. always, I'd always want to see it in a theater. Yep. I agree. And, and it's only the margins that, uh, uh, that, that habits might've changed so mm-hmm. drastically that fewer people go making it uh, less ac- economically viable. I mean, movie theaters were running on the edge for years now. So, uh, but maybe the good thing uh, that comes out of this is that uh, distributors will also lower their terms because the, you know, the biggest cost of running a movie theater is paying for the movies. Uh, and, yeah. and if, if that cost goes down, more theaters will be able to survive. And that could be the, the, uh, that silver lining of this new way of uh, releasing movies. So we'll see. I agree, Eric, completely, 100%. They're all, uh, watching movie movies in movie theaters on the big screen is always going to be viable. Yeah. It's just a question of how uh, how, how how high is up. You ever, uh, you ever like uh, be in a theater when you have a, uh, a movie that's been uh, hyped for so long and then the big moment happens, and then the crowd starts cheering because they're so excited for the result of the film. You ever see that, man? Oh, my gosh. So many times. That is one of the great – there's such an energy in the room at that point. I mean, you know, it's like when Stan Lee shows up in a Marvel movie, right, and the whole place goes crazy. Ah, there he is. There's Stan Lee. (laughs) There's something that's just a big surprise, and people lose their minds. Yes. Yes, I, I do. I do miss that experience. You're right. It's you know, coming back. It'll I, be back, I, like Eric said. It I've was. heard it talked uh, talked about many times. Uh, a couple of black comedians, I think it was Eddie Murphy, said 
Oh yeah, you gotta go see a, a you gotta go see a film in in like Compton, where uh, or whatever in, in whatever part of a Magic Johnson theater where it's right. all black people who are talking and chirping and laughing. I want that. Can you can in West Michigan that doesn't happen? It's a bunch of crackers that go see these films. You need to actually have a black guy only event with a few select white people can right. fit in with them. When the next uh, Medea movie comes out, we'll try to line that up. For yes, you, you know? yes. Oh my God! Uh, All right, well, fellas, on on that note, I uh, I I'm gonna cut this short. Uh, well, well, not cut it short. I've been talking for quite some time. Uh, uh, I I I I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up on you. All right. Happy now, Thanksgiving. Uh, you go ahead, Gene, because it's gonna be a few weeks now. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Two weeks from now, if we were gonna do this again, you will not be available. Um, so. Right. You know, next time we talk to you. Yeah, I'll be showing you my scars. I thank you for that. We appreciate <laughs> it. Please stay in touch. Otherwise, I'm going to text you and hound you. And yeah. uh, uh, so God bless you. We'll remember Absolutely. you in our prayers. Thank and, you. Uh, thank absolutely. You're, absolutely. Uh, uh, your recipient, especially. Yeah. We're not so sure I care about you as much as him. But, right. Um, sure. Of course. But, uh, you know, and if, on my Facebook, it's a, it's the easiest way to get anything. Uh, and then that's, that's real simple to find. So and keep right. in mind, we do want to meet this guy, man. When all is said oh, and will. done and he's back out and ready to go, we're We got an empty spot right here on the screen for him. So, Oh yeah. He oh, would love that. Awesome. He would love that. He's a big ham. So yeah. yeah. Well, so happy thanks, you guys yeah. get along together. Oh yeah. It's great. <laughs> All, All right, right, buddy. Godspeed. Peace Good and love. Man. God bless. Thank you. Bye. The opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.